synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot and Me podcast episode 8.5. I'm coming in. I'm coming in medium. 8.5 to stay alive. Yeah, I got I got very little that I feel and and I'm here to show it. You're completely numb? No, I said very little. I didn't say none. No, that could be a circulation problem. No, that's a, yeah, but that's been happening to me a lot lately. It's a sign of aging, I think, but I can't, I can't, that's why I can't stay in one spot all night. Uh, talk to me about aging. Um, <laughs> tell, me well, all, I mean, tell me all about aging. Well, let's, let's switch the format of this whole thing and I can just ask you questions about what next year is going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get to the, today's top headlines. Uh, <laughs> I've been saving that one. I've been, I've been saving that one since we haven't been doing any podcasts for the last three or four days. So I was like, man, I can't wait till we get back on there. And I just bust out. Well, in today's top headlines, just to see your face, like what? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, contrary to the uh, what most people are probably doing, uh, we took a break because I actually had to go to work. Yeah, because Brad's a sellout. Yeah, <laughs> Brad's gonna <laughs> give up, give up on the life, dude. Come on, permanent vacation. Do you remember the Aerosmith album? That's my uncle's band. <laughs> I know this was just a this is a, a respite from my uh, from my permanent vacation. Felt good to actually go to bed at a reasonable hour and wake up early. It didn't feel good, but um, at the end of the day, it felt good. Felt like it was. Instead of being like, all right, it's three and I can drink. I was like, okay, now I'm home at like 530 and yeah, like crack a beer, dude. You earned it. I mean, I usually wake up about 530 and I'm like, crack a beer, dude. You earned it. (laughs) Like way to wake up. (laughs) You did a good job. You walked to the refrigerator. Uh, I didn't drink Tuesday night. That was my, my, my sober night. But I did order Buffalo Wild Wings and eat them in my bed. Oh, yeah. That was good. I almost got some wings tonight. Man, I am a wing freak, I realize, because I look at DoorDash. Like, today I was ordering a burrito on DoorDash, and I was like, oh, man, wings. Because there's so many wing options on DoorDash. I don't know if you ever use that. At least in Austin, like, in my area, it's like, all fucking chicken wings. Um, no, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever used DoorDash. I don't, I don't ever use any of those delivery services. Except- Wait, is DoorDash the same thing as, like, Waiter? No, it's just, like, Uber Eats or something, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't use those apps at all. I'm like super old man. Like I don't get you. Just put it on your phone and it comes to your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was all stressed out because I had to order online on some uh, restaurant's website tonight. And I was like, well, I guess maybe it's going to show up. Uh, I don't know. And yeah, so, that's yeah. every time that I order DoorDash. Even though my order is confirmed <laughs> and my order gets confirmed and it shows the driver that's going to pick it up and everything. It's like, I don't know. I guess it'll be here like in 30 minutes is what it says, but I don't know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> or, or maybe they're driving across the border with my $30. Yeah. <laughs> Struck it rich. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so ordered a burrito from uh, Taco Window. And then uh, <laughs> didn't get drinks. So check this out. So we had Postmates and DoorDash come to the house at the same time. Oh, Jesus. Door- DoorDash brought the taco window and then Postmates brought ice cream and orange Fanta. Oh, you made some floats? No. Oh. Didn't even touch the ice cream. Just ate a burrito and passed out. It was a hard day. But you had ice cream. What kind of ice cream? Twix candy bar. 
But and you didn't put it in your orange Fanta and, and make a float? I know. Uh, you know. That's what I would have done. I know. I can still do it. I've got, I went, when I got some beers, I bought a Coke. So. I make a Coke float. That sounds great. Or, or a Fanta float. <laughs> I don't have any Fanta anymore. You drank a, how much Fanta did you order? Like a 12 ounce can. You, you called a company to bring you a 12 ounce can. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck is wrong with you? I told you, you I don't. Live around the street from a, around the corner from a corner store. I, I know, but I didn't want to leave the house. It's like 50 steps from your house. Quarantine, motherfucker. What's the delivery fee on that? And, uh, well, all the all the delivery fees are. How much did that Fanta cost you? <laughs> it was free. I mean, the was- delivery was free. Not for the person who delivered it. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you Christ. give them a tip. So you had to tip for a Fanta? Goddamn right, man. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> Why we have a pandemic. <laughs> hey, dudes, I'm social distancing and quarantining. No, no, fair, fair enough. You know what? Maybe you did the right thing there. Yeah, but the, So the guy that brought... Um, the Postmates guy that brought the ice cream and the Fanta... <laughs> Uh, he called while he was at the Seven Eleven, and he's like, "Hey, they don't have the Snickers ice cream." <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, "All right, cool. Well, we just trust you. Get what, whatever ice cream looks good." And he brought this this the Twix ice cream. So. That's a good sub. But he did so- not believe in social distancing or contactless delivery. <laughs> he's like, let me come in. Give me a hug. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He just like walks up, knocks on the door. And most people with the delivery I've had a lot of recently is like they just knock on the door, leave your shit on the porch and walk off. Yeah, they split quick around here. Yeah, same. And then uh, this guy just knocked and I like, opened the door and just standing there at the back like, here, here you go. <laughs> and I was like, OK, cool, man. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I like to picture the Postmates guy and the other guy like on the porch at the same time, and the Postmates guy's like, "So what do you got?" And he's like, "I got this this full meal. <laughs> what do you got?" And he's like, "I got a twelve ounce can of Fanta and some uh, ice cream. I had to pick out." Like, Man, um, look, how high is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, yeah, the, even the mailman. I was sitting on the front porch the other day, and the mailman like walked by, and he was he like grabbed my mail and like kind of like. St- like wedged it in we have like a faux wrought iron fence and he like folded it in half and kind of like shoved it in there and he was like is this cool because we don't like our mailboxes are all like up on our porch i was like yeah that's cool but it was kind of neat to see like like the actual mailman be like i'm not coming in there you want to see some some awesome shit the mailman does at my house like you know the mailboxes on the sidewalk on the street and uh I've seen the mailman do this multiple times. Anytime I see him out there, he just rolls up and drives onto the sidewalk. Doesn't even get out of the fucking truck. Because, you know, like in yeah. the mail trucks are on the like opposite side. They're on the, the driver's seat is on the passenger side. Most yeah. Of the time. So this dude just like rolls up and my mailbox is on his passenger side. Just drives onto the sidewalk, reaches out, puts it in and drives off. I was like, that's fucking sick. So that's my second uh, most dream vehicle. Um, my number one dream vehicle um your number yeah. one mode of transportation? Well, no, it's okay. As far as like uh, land vehicles in the United States, um, I would say that the mail truck is about like second or third. Um, number one, though, is the the train company trucks that have the oh yeah the, 
No. The train train wheels that drop down. No, fun fact, my dad was a foreman for CSX Railroad. I bet he got to drive one. He did. There was always one at my house when I, when I was a kid when I lived with him. That's so cool. Was yeah. there like a, a like a button that just deployed it? I don't remember because I was a kid and I wasn't interested in, in that whatsoever. But he would take me out with him sometimes. Like he would just go I guess I don't know what he was doing when I was a kid, but like uh when it would snow and shit, you know, they'd go check tracks and stuff. And he would take me with him sometimes because, you know, school would be canceled. I wouldn't have shit to do. And I got, I got, to, branded. I got to ride on the railroad tracks on trucks a couple of times. Oh, man, that's like my make a wish thing. And you just got to do it. I did it and I didn't appreciate it. Uh, uh, every time I see him, I'm like, God, how cool is that? I remember my dad was like, you should just think about consider a career with the railroad. And I was like, no, not like, at all. Uh, consider how you're one of the only people who gets to drive around in, in these crazy routes and, and this cool ass vehicle. Yeah. No, he was all about that. But like, you know, my mom was music teacher and I kind of took that path, but uh, he was all about me taking that path. And I was like, no, and I didn't care, but there was definitely one of those trucks at our house when I was a kid for a while. Speaking of crazy vehicles, any news on your side of the world? Oh, you must be referring to my uh, potential career change that I've considered recently, which would be your boy's going to be possibly be a truck driver. Yeah, let's uh, let's hear let's hear everything about it. Oh, uh, there's not much to it, really. <laughs> my <laughs> my reasoning is like I feel like it's kind of like a job that's not going to go away versus like the job that I currently have, which is completely frozen at the moment. Uh, and who knows when it's coming back. I think I read somewhere that like festivals and mass gatherings of those sorts won't be allowed for at least another year. So I was like, I need to find some source of income. And why not? And it's like, you know, touring since I was like 17 yeah. years old until now. I've driven around the country, pulling trailers. I've driven like heavy machinery and shit at my jobs. Like, why not hop into a fucking big rig and get a badass CB handle and just fucking hit the road? There's so much about it I don't get, which I, I love that you'll be able to explain some of this to me. If I but, actually carry through with it, like, you know, there's some factors now weighing in that might put it. I mean, I'm definitely I think I'm going to do it 100 percent, but I'm just I was looking at starting my CDL training on May 11th. But now I'm like, eh, maybe I'll wait till August. August. <laughs> 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 Okay. We, won't, we won't get into specifics <laughs> on that timeline, but yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, I think that we're both we know what I'm getting at, but um, yeah, I just I, one thing about the the big rigs that seems to me like like an impossible thing to quick to three weeks or how three months learn is well, is well, the, well like, hold on, hold on, hold on, clutch. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. This is the thing, though. Um, the three weeks is like your CDL training and, yeah, going through, like, uh, driving simulators and, you know, that kind of shit. But then, like, you're also – when they put you on the road, they're not just like, there you go. <laughs> it's like, no. Like, you spend – first, it's like four weeks with a trainer. And then, like, I think you spend a total of six months with someone riding with you to, like, get you comfortable and familiar with all the aspects of the operating that sure. truck. Yeah. So they're not going to just, like, turn you loose in a truck that they own. 
to the lower 48 states. Like, all right, you got three weeks under your belt. Get on the road. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just like, I, I picture somebody like in like the middle of like downtown, like fucking Atlanta, and they're like, all right, back on into that loading bay. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm leaving. I will stop this truck right now. I quit. Just, yeah, I quit. I'm, I'm going to the Greyhound station. I, 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 yeah, I guess I'm fired. No, I mean, I can back a trailer up like a motherfucker anyway. But not a big rig. Eh, it's the same fucking gist, dude. It's like, no, it's not, dude. I they mean, like- your angles and your turns are like, yeah, they're wider and like, but it's all in the bigger picture. Dude, it's the same thing. It's just backing up a trailer, any kind of trailer. No, but I'm talking about like the, the, the different clutch like positions and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you learn that when you're in the school driving, man. They, they not the uh, the stick the yeah, the gear shifting. They teach ah. you that. They're not they're not gonna not teach you that and then send you to downtown Atlanta to back up into a loading dock with a fucking eighteen wheeler. <laughs> I think that's how they should do it. <laughs> that's how I learned how to drive a forklift. It was like at some festival and they were like Hey, jump in that fork and go grab some LD rolls, like big giant metal rolls that you roll out across the grass yeah. for machines and semis and shit to pull in and like drop stages and shit off. And I was like, I, I've never done that. And they're like, well, there's no better way to learn than get some time in the seat. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and that's how I've learned most big. Yeah, that's how I've learned like skid steers and forklifts and yeah. backing up giant trailers. Like I remember like there, I had this one trailer in Baton Rouge and it was like a 27 foot trailer. And and I was in this like giant like diesel welding truck, and I they were like, all right, we'll see you. And I had to like go through downtown Baton Rouge, like all these tiny streets, and and I was like, I told myself when I left because I was real nervous. Um, and I was like, if I get into a tough spot, I'm just I'm getting out. Of the- <laughs> I'm just like I'm gonna. I'm take abandoning the- this truck. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll leave the keys on the seat, and I'm abandoning my shift. Like. I don't care. I'm, I don't want to be embarrassed. I, I I'll just walk. I away. remember when you were working with me at Fun Fest once, <laughs> and yeah. we were driving a 26 foot box truck, and you nicked the front of an RV. But it was just the sun. Little <laughs> yeah, I yelled at real bad, <laughs> and you freaked out, and you're like, "Will you please drive the truck?" Because uh, this guy's just screaming at you in front of everyone, and I was like, "It's he not." He was a- like, "What the fuck are you doing, you idiot?" And I was like, "It's not even a big deal," and you're like, "No, dude, just drive." And I was like, "Okay," but uh, yeah, that. That dude's kind of a bozo. Um, but yeah, oh well, yeah, from that moment on, I did not like that guy. Yeah, I still work with him every once in a while. Um, well, we'll not say his name and nor no. do I remember it. No, no, um, I, yeah, it's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, what else has been going on? <laughs> um, I, I heard that uh, ICP canceled the gathering of the jugglers today. Due I to saw something about that. How fucking noble is that? I I was honestly just I was I was bummed because I like to see the pictures. Were you, su- were you surprised? I, I every time I hear anything about the gathering of the juggalos, it's um, the first time I've thought about the gathering of the juggalos in a while. Dude, Mark Borders played it last year. Oh, with uh, Max Sabbath, which makes yeah. sense because they're you know a clown the singer. And yeah. I just made fun of him because he's like, "Yeah, we're playing the Gathering of the Juggalos." And I was like, "Jesus, dude! Like, fuck, <laughs> really?" Like, he's like, uh, "Man, I bet it's sweet. They probably give you like eight Motel Six rooms. Like, I mean, they probably take care of you. I don't know. They they make. Yeah, a, I'm sure they make some coin on it. Like, fuck. Right. You're probably fucking set up, and you probably have a great. You telling me if they were like, "All right, dude, like, come on in. We're paying you like." Oh, absolutely. Top, yes, yes. Top top <laughs> top billing money, and like you can do whatever you want. Like you can you know, hang, hang out amongst the, 
the the people, or you can just be like, I'm playing and I'm out. Actually, like, my friend, course. my friend Lucy, that was on the show on Acid, uh, I was video chatting with him last night, and we were talking about. He's the one that brought it up. I didn't know, and then I saw the news story on the internet today. But he was like, "Yeah, man." But he said, "I forget which bands," but he said that every single year they have like two or three specific bands, and he was gonna go this year just to see them. And he's not a juggalo or into that. He's more into like punk stuff. And but he was telling me a story about he was in Indianapolis once, and uh, to visit a friend who works at a venue. And at the venue his friend worked at, there was a juggalo performer, like a a guy a band, or like a rap group called Twisted. Mm-hmm. They're juggalo, like yeah. official ICP artist or something. I don't know what the fuck how it works. But he was like, yeah. So I, my friend was like, I got to work if you want to come hang out though. Like you know, just stay in front of house or whatever. And he's like, yeah, that sounds cool. And then he okay. he's like, I was the only one there not in clown paint. Oh. <laughs> he's like, so I decided I would try to make my way backstage because it just looked like I was there working. Because <laughs> everyone else has on their like ICP clown paint and shit. He's like, so I just walk to the side and walk. No one says a word, and I walk in yeah. the back, and he's like, and I'm hanging out with Twisted, <laughs> like the the Juggalo rappers. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, that's I how you. To, yeah, I'm gonna like, listen to Twisted now. <laughs> I'll probably check it out tonight. But that's actually a, a yeah, that's like a, a prime example of on the spot, like really good thinking. Well, that's, I've told people that in the past, they're like, hey, can you get me into this show or to this festival? I'm like, dude, all you gotta do is pretend like you're supposed to be there. Yeah. That's like sound advice. That's true. I just working in this industry for like the last nine years, like I can tell you for a fact. Like I told him, it's like, if you got a little flashlight or something, you just flash that as you walk through, like no one's going to say shit to you. Yeah. So anyone that listens to this, take notes. If you want to get into festivals and shows for free, put on a high vis vest, get a uh, flashlight and just fucking... Put on a put on a, a short sleeve black shirt, yeah, and some Converse, maybe and whatever. A, a bandana around yeah. your neck or something, you know, like you're good. And uh, again, if you got like a little, you got a, uh, you got a multi tool, like throw that on your belt. Oh yeah, definitely put the multi tool on. A little pass of some sort around your neck. Some gloves on your keychain there, just you know, you look good. Oh, or, or or just sticking out of your back pocket, and a little flashlight is is key. The little one that fits in your hand. That yeah, the one as preference. Like my preference is the one that strobes, so you can. <laughs> no one's but gonna I, say a word. You just shine that light in their face. Like no time, out of my way. <laughs> I, I remember I tried the just blend in uh, thing when I was like fifteen at, at, at Warp Tour, and um, and I did not blend in. But we got we got we got in and out. We had our fun. Um, but the. The lady from the distillers, um, like we, we like met her and she was like, okay, the guys should come hang out backstage. And we were like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she was like, okay, yes, come mom. on. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so we got backstage and, and she was like, oh, here comes Lars. You guys better like, uh, go pretend you're like serving food. Lars and, from Rancid. Yeah. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> And um, here comes Lars, pretend like you're serving food. Like Lars, like, what are these dirty punk kids doing back here? Disgusting. <laughs> so, so we're back there like serving food, and Lars comes down the line, um, like to, he's grabbing a little snack. You actually started serving food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And and he he's like, who the fuck are these <laughs> these fucking kids back here? They don't work here. And like, wait, he called us. Did out. he have an accent? A New York accent? They don't yeah, he work like, here. He had like a London thing or something. He was doing that. Is it like his voice when he sings? He's like, who the hell are these kids? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He was he was very angry and like I don't know. Maybe maybe he felt angrier then because I was a child, but he was very upset and um maybe he was just having a bad day maybe i didn't know, but you maybe know, never... brody knew that lars was having a shitty day and she was like looking out for you guys like yo here comes lars he's on one today Get so she the... put us in the line of file she put the line of fire she put you to work man she's yeah, like if well, you're that... gonna hang out you're gonna earn it get back there and make some plates <laughs> no we, we did it we, we're we're sitting there on the production line <laughs> <laughs> it was cool and just until lars left or what um, you know, I feel like we after that we were all a little shook up, so we we're like, "All right, nice to meet you." Um, we're gonna head out and catch the rest of the concert. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Who'd you see? I uh, did. I don't even remember. So, I who mean, was the band that you wanted to see? Like, why? Why did you want to sneak in the Warp Tour? Like, when, whatever age you were is whatever. But like, you wanted to be. A, I mean, I wanted to be there just because it was there. Um. But Distillers were like one of my favorite bands at that time. <laughs> cool. Dude, no, they're that, good. I like them. They're good. Yeah, that one record is fucking solid. I mean, the age difference between the two of us, and even when that shit came out, I listened to it like relentlessly. Like both the the first album and the second album, I listened to. And what the album with like O Serena on it? Oh, Serena! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one that has a song that's like, eh, I love you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that that's just, it's got like a yes. wolf on the front? Love you, baby. And man, um, just more. <laughs> yeah, they're good. And then the, there's a green one. There's a, there's a, the second one. I think it's the second one. It's got like, City of Angels, right? Like that was on the Tony Hawk. Like, yeah, both of those albums are great. Dude, yeah, man. So it was them, and then I guess Rancid was playing. Fuck yeah, I would have gone for that. Yeah. Um, Did you watch Rancid? I'm sure I watched Rancid. I, I yeah, I don't remember. It's weird, like shit like that. Like that, the the like food service memory is what I have, and like, because like Distillers were on like a very small stage. Yeah. Um, and, and like the big shows were like the dumb. Do you remember bands. what year that was? Like which year? The- like, I can um I could find out because it was in the the parking lot of the Astrodome. Um I went one I, year in Cincinnati and met Joan Jett. Oh, that's and pretty cool. I just went because a bunch of friends were going. I think I got a free ticket or something. I just went and got drunk and hung out and I was like I was like really like not even about any of that shit at that point. And but then um I think the Buzzcocks might have played. Oh, that's pretty cool. And Joan Jett played, and I was like, that's fucking rad um and no effects played in there i hated that shit but my friends all loved that shit so i had, it was like cool let's go watch no effects but i was so drunk by that point i was like this is fun no effects is awesome but then afterwards like that's embarrassing i don't like that band at all <laughs> i'm pretty i mean there was like the bands that like had to have been there right like no effects or like less than jake or some shit like that like yeah I'm sure those bands played. I, I I would wonder who the headliners were. I feel like there's like that weird thing with 
that festival, at least at, at that time, that was like, there's probably some weird hip hop group, like, Jurassic Five was like headlining or something. Like yeah, that. I remember actually walking around that Warp Tour, and I was like, and it, this wasn't even me. Like, but at that point, I was already to the age that I was like, not into that. Yeah, that scene or that whole thing of bands. But I remember walking around with my friend, with Mark, uh, that played the Gathering. But uh, Mark and I were walking around. Oh, he got free <laughs> press passes because he did a zine and he was interviewing bands. So that's how I got in. So I went with him, and we walked around a bunch, and I just remember seeing all these bands that I had never listened to, that I never planned on listening to, just all at one time on different stages in this giant park, kind of like you're yeah. saying, in a parking lot or something. And I was yeah. like, this is awful. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, God, there's so much ska and hip-hop. Yeah, and it's like, but it's coming like, from every corner. Like, one corner, there's like... And then the next yeah. corner is like Rise Against or some shit. And you're like, what yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that if they were there, but I'm just like, but then that's yeah, why yeah, when, yeah. we actually were just walking behind some stage and Joan Jett just rolled up on a bike. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, that's cool. And then we watched Joan Jett play and I was like, oh, that's actually really rad. But, that's really cool. But there, yeah, I mean, there weren't as I many was... people to watch Joan Jett as there were for like Rise Against or No Effects or whatever. Like those were the heavy hitters for Warp Tour when I was there. I was definitely young enough to where I was just like, what are these people? Like, this is all, <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is what I want to be, but I had no concept. So I was like, oh, look, a free sticker. Oh, cool. I'm going to take it and put it on something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's what, that's why it's there. Yeah. Like, I like this band too now. Yeah. Like, no, you've never heard that band, you little idiot. Like, <laughs> they give you like a little sampler CD with two songs on it or something for free. Yeah. Like, all that kind of shit. And I probably had it like, I probably, it's probably still in like a box at my mom's house. Yeah. But man, I've become a total turd on that kind of shit. Like, when you're on tour, uh, the best example is when I was on tour with the Verrukers last summer. People were giving us free shit, like you're saying. Like, bands that played with them would be like, here, take this. Sh- the, our shirts and our seven heads and yeah they'd be like oh cool you know they're polite and they're nice but we'd get in the van and they'd just throw it in the floor <laughs> yeah, i mean what are you gonna do with it well then after you know we went our separate ways and they had to fly to the west coast or back to england or something and i drove back to austin in the van i get home and i'm cleaning the van out it was my friend's van and i was about to take it back to her house and I'm cleaning the van out, and I just like got all the band merch. That they were like, "We don't want this shit," and just it was all free shit. Like you're saying, like it worked. We're like, here's a free sticker, here's a CD. But like, uh, yeah, I think this was on the opposite side. Like it's smaller bands with a band that they look up to. Like here, take our shit, and then they left it in the van. And instead of me keeping it, I just threw it all in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I thought about it when I threw it in the garbage. I was like, me, like probably 15 years ago, would be very disappointed in myself. Fifteen years I, ago, I would have went and checked every record that was in there out. I would have looked at all the shirts, like this one looks cool. But I didn't even like. I was like, I don't care, just throw it in the garbage. I gotta take yeah, the band back. I, I probably would have <laughs> taken the shirts. I kept one, and I made my face mask out of it recently. I just cut the sleeves off it. I uh, I got a I got a gift today. I can't tell you too many details, but I got a gift today, and within ten minutes, uh, went to a gas station, uh, left the car running, walked to a trash can and threw it away and got in the car. Uh, I want to know what the gift is. I'll tell you, I'll tell you um, at another time. Yeah. Come on. So so how's Austin? Uh, It's it's warming up. 
It's, yeah. it's getting hot. And that's all I can tell you. I've just been sitting at my house. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, went, I got some exercise yesterday. I rode my bike for two hours. That's good. Where'd you go? Uh, I rode around my neighborhood and then uh, hit a couple parks. It was like at 10 p.m. You know, it was, I was like, no one's out. I'm going to just go get some exercise. And I put some beers in a backpack, you know, stopped at a couple old spots, had a beer here, right on to the next spot, had a beer. Nice. Smoked a cigarette, drank about six beers, and then rode home. I love that. Little six pack tour. Little six pack tour. That's nice. I should do one of those here. Yeah, it's fun. They got checkpoints here now. That's what you're saying. But if, would they stop you if you're on a bike? No, I don't think so. I think you're good on a bike. Yeah, it's like a, just a motor vehicle. Uh, well, well th- see, here's the thing. Are they, they're, they're not sobriety checkpoints, are they? No, but, and, and actually, from what I've heard, they're actually just like people like like I I know a guy who who got stuck at one of the checkpoints and they were like he he was like starting to pull out all his info and the cop was like like oh no 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 like I'm we're just letting you know that it's a stay at home order and he was like oh, okay um, but like it's it really seems like they're like it's 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 a risky situation for ticketing and like abuse of that situation yeah absolutely i don't think at this point in time that's like no that's fucking, yeah but you're not gonna you're not gonna checkpoint somebody on a bike because that person's gonna be like uh-uh i'm out of here yeah like fuck you come and get me pig wow yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah i mean you can there's no license plate on a bike i'm, I'm hauling ass uh yeah and yeah, I'm covered in license plates. Like, well, I kind of thought about that last night because someone uh, we looked it up and there's a curfew between 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. in Austin. The, the, the five hours of danger. I, yeah, and I don't get it. I don't understand what happens in those hours. Probably, like people do stupid shit. Maybe it's like saying, like we're gonna limit your ability to get like. Because, like, those are the hours that people tend to, like, really party. <clears throat> like, uh, 11 to 4? Like, yeah, like, that's those are the hours, like, where people get drunk and, and go, like, ah, oh, never mind. Yeah, brother, give me a hug. You know, like, let's I don't know. Maybe, maybe in New Orleans. I don't know. Or maybe just, I don't. But, I mean, I guess when the bars open, I stay there till like, 2 a.m. Yeah, what are you talking about? The bars are open in Austin until two. 11, 11, that's what I think it is. It's like those are the hours where drunk people exist most often. And so that's what they're probably trying to limit. Yeah, but I mean, I was out riding my bike past 11. And, uh, I don't know why I just did that voice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's break down that voice. Past 11. But uh, okay. it was like past 11, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to stop me. <laughs> like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, what does it look like I'm doing? Like, ride my bike, and I'm not within even 100 feet of anyone until you pulled up to ask me what I'm doing, officer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, that's what I was worried about today and yesterday uh, when they put in the – Checkpoints. I mean, because I, I knew that there was a like a stay at home quote unquote order. I don't. I don't really. But it's like. But you can still go jogging and you can still go to the grocery store. And I get. I get the gist of it. But I'm like, what am I not allowed to do? What am I actually not? Like, what is against the rules for me? Because like, if someone says, "Hey, 
like let's go work on this thing together and we'll be 10 feet apart like am i allowed to do that like i don't know oh mm. uh, yeah if I, I don't like I, if I get in my car at my house and i drive to this place and i stay 10 feet away from that person the only person i'll be within contact range with is the possible checkpoint cop yeah that's always my go-to thought i'm like yeah if you know what if you don't fuck with me then i'm not within like a dangerous distance of anyone yeah (laughs) i don't don't want it either buddy yeah so it's like and didn't you say that the checkpoints there like they're not wearing masks or anything they're just like hey what's up (sighs) yeah i mean i've heard i've heard various reports but some some people are saying they saw him wearing masks some people said they saw him wearing like the, wearing them wrong like it's a cop like wearing a mask like, just over their mouth and not over the nose which completely defeats the purpose or like um and and it, and the mayor herself like said that um like th- that they'll be checking for seat belts and um and and license and registration and insurance it just sounds like a ploy to like fuck with someone sure does it's like okay like those are laws that are in place all the time yeah. So why now is it so detrimental that you fucking throw up these fucking checkpoints to make sure people are wearing their seatbelts? No, it's ridiculous. It's a it's a money grab. Yeah, seatboys seatbelts have nothing to do with coronavirus. Seatboys. <laughs> <laughs> we should change it to seatboys. <laughs> Buddy, grab your seatboys. <laughs> All the seatboys get in the car. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Seatboys. <laughs> yeah, episode eight point five seatboys. Uh seatbelts uh uh that has nothing to do with the uh, the coronavirus. No, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous and overreach. But what are you going to do? It's one hundred percent what you said. It's like a money grab. It's like, oh man, the local economy is kind of hurting right now. Tons of businesses are closed. Blah blah blah. So let's fucking rack up some tickets that people can pay with their unemployment. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody just got twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> let's. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's take it back. Man, yeah, I wish I we could get a cop on here and talk to him about their quota right now. Like, <laughs> like what kind of numbers are you trying to pull right now? Yeah, I mean, there's probably like a, I wouldn't say an equal number, but there's probably a certain amount of, or a large number of cops who would be like, no, we don't do that. Uh, but there's probably a good amount that would be like, yeah, we got to make a quota. Like, yeah, I'm sure I, there has to be. I don't make the rules. I'm just out there being like, uh, do you have a seatbelt on? I mean, technically, I'm not being a dick. But like, I wonder also if the cops that are working checkpoints are getting some kind of like hazard pay. No, probably not. I I don't know. I don't know. Because I know whenever we have off-duty police officers that work like music festivals and shit, they get paid like triple of what they normally get paid. Really? Yeah. And they don't have to do anything. Like I've seen a dude being chased down the street during South by down Fifth Street by a bunch of bros because he's popped off to him like fuck you because they said something shitty to him and he like had his bike like running down the street and i looked at the cop in front of the venue i was like hey that dude's about to get his ass beat he's like it's not why i'm here and i was like wow aren't you a cop (laughs) (laughs) like you're a piece of shit cops really are fuckheads like fuck (laughs) he's like nope i'm paid to stand right here if it's not happening here it's not my problem and i was like all right man It's not literally inside of me. It's not my issue. Yeah, unless someone's entering me from (laughs) any orifice (laughs) on my body, it's not my problem. 
Yeah, fuck him. But, uh, yeah, it's like, man, that dude's getting paid three times of what he normally gets paid, and he's watching a dude. Not He can't even, like, call one of his fucking shithead buddies. Like, hey, can you go stop this dude from getting the fuck beat out of him? Um, fuck a cop. Um, I'll say that again, loud and clear. Fuck a cop. <laughs> fuck a cop. That's the name of this episode. Brad and Brandon screaming, fuck a cop. <laughs> Commercial break. <laughs> Hey guys, let me tell you a little story. Recently, my wife and I were cruising down the beautiful 101 and found ourselves suddenly in need of a few, let's just say, auto parts. Well, lucky for us, the team down at Smothers Auto Parts in Santa Rosa wasn't too far away. We rolled in and out in a breezy way that satisfied us both. Smothers isn't your average auto parts place. They've been around since 1974 and are the best store in Sonoma County. And they remodeled their store too. Don't believe me? Give them a call and don't forget to tell them I sent ya. 707-527-7200. And that's for auto part. All right, cool. Uh, sweet break. Yeah, it's it's you gotta you gotta keep the lights on. I'm loving these ad spots, man. They're great. Thank you. Or you know, I, I, I I'm just glad that everyone's jumping on board to sponsor us and keep our lights on in this I time of this time feel, of weird shit. If you had asked me this time last year, would a podcast, let alone this podcast, become my my waking and sleeping life? I would have told you maybe. But now <laughs> here I am, and and I I, I swear to God, I, I I wake up, I think I'm I think I'm I, I'm in the office, I think I'm in the in the chair, I think I'm recording. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it's wild, but you know, it it means the most to me when I hear when we hear, and, and I, I'm sure Brandon agrees when we hear from our listeners. Um, you know, I, we appreciate you guys liking um, what we're doing, responding well. Uh, you know, uh, fo- uh, following our our podcast on Spotify. And oh, iTunes. you know what? Not to interrupt you, but I actually did get someone wrote me about the podcast. No shit. Yeah, you said that, and I was like, oh yeah, actually, someone really did. Um, they said, I. <laughs> I was also kind of a smart ass uh, because they said, hey, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they were serious. I won't say their name. But they also, uh, they asked me some shit like, you know, what, like, do I use Pro Tools, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, also, I've been listening to your guys' podcast. Man, it's getting better each time. I love it. All right. Well, what's their username? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Well, hey, uh, to you. We appreciate the feedback. Yeah. And any, uh, send us more feedback at idiotmepod at gmail.com. Or you can just send it to idiotmepodcast at gmail.com, which is Either way one. easier to remember. Either one of those is fine. <laughs> Brad just wants that one. Idiotmepod. <laughs> or just idiotmepodcast at gmail.com. And I want- if you want to call us... We don't have a phone number. Yes, we do. Um, I do. Um, okay. <laughs> I have to find it, though. Um, Go for it. 
I've got a Google number that I made before you were on the podcast when I was doing it. Oh, yeah? yeah. Did you do a lot of episodes before me? Yeah, I did. How many did you do? Uh, I did one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the legends that started episode two. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, well, there's all you know the legends or the curator. Hey, how many episodes of Saturday Night Live happened before Eddie Murphy joined? Exactly, quite a few. Oh my god! Look, 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 look! I'm looking at the Google number, and I got messages from it that I never responded to. You should check these things. Someone said hello, and this was on June 24th, 2019. How are you doing? And they're like, good. I didn't say anything. There's no response. Just, good. Florida City. So how was your family? Florida hey, City? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, I didn't tell you. I noticed today um, that I uh, I checked. Oh, I got my, another one. Hold on. Sorry, sorry. I've got all these like messages. This is cool. This one says, hey, babe. Matt just told me about your hubby. Say an extra prayer for the two of you. <laughs> That's probably some really sad shit. I know. Then there's a group one. These are, oh, I am Alicia, 23. <laughs> Live in your street. <laughs> 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 Looking for a sex partner in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's like, Maybe well, I know a guy. You need to listen to the sci-fi erotica then. <laughs> I should just send her a link to your sci-fi erotica. You should. So on the note of the sci-fi erotica, I noticed today, I went to go finally, I, I took a few days off. Um, and I went to look at it and I noticed I have date, I have like daily, um, like the numbers, I've got new listeners that I can see like, oh, Tuesday, they need a break. Like I do Tuesday. They listen to episode two. I shared, I shared the link on some uh, Facebook posts. Well, yeah, it's it's it. I've got some regular listeners that are going like I was you know, going through it too, and I was looking at your followers because you only have like three, and one is me. <laughs> I followed you, and then one is the podcast. Uh, it's, not, it's not a follower well, based. I know, joint. but but then there's two that are following you that I clicked on their profiles. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, they're, uh, yeah. They're, you're, they're, you've got to draw, man. At least it's people within the genre. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I tried to promote it and it didn't really work out too well. So, which I think is for the best because eventually, no matter how, how like low key you try to keep who you are, it's going to come back. And then I don't, then everybody will know. Yeah. Um, Matt Dobbins posted something on his Facebook like he was looking for some badass action packed sci fi. I commented. I was like, let me set you up, bud. And I just put a link to, uh, <laughs> Eye-opening erotica. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I yeah, I almost responded too, but I was like, no, no, <laughs> I don't. I I almost didn't want the fans. Well, maybe maybe those are some people from his posts that are tuning in. Maybe. Oh maybe. yeah, I also got some feedback on that from someone as well before okay. before we end this episode. Yeah, so this is the feedback section. Um. Oh, and by the way, if you do want to call us, um. Fuck, how do I find the actual number? The phone number is going to be a real heavy hitter. You know it. (laughs) You know it as well as I do. Um, 
How do oh, I, this is great. I don't really know how to find the number. Like I, this I, episode of watch a old man try to listen to an old man look at his phone. Anyhow, uh, but yeah, I did get some feedback. <laughs> um, I don't know how to find the number. I'll find well, it. Well, hey, we'll put it in post. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, so after the episode with Lucy, I sent him I opening erotica the link on SoundCloud, and he said I got ten seconds in and gave up. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> but he was on acid. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if he wasn't on acid, he'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's not for everybody. Definitely not. It's not even for me. Yeah, I'm, I've am i been thinking it's definitely not for me. Well, I've got a lot to get through. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe you just hit the wall and you're done with it. No, I think we soldier on. And and the beauty will be in the frustration that both of us feel with it. I think it's just that you've been busy working for the last few days. You just left me here alone. And uh Well, we need to I um, haven't had my, my productive buddy, so I haven't been doing anything except ordering Buffalo Wild Wings and watching Waco. That's so good, right? Yeah, I thought I'd seen it. I hadn't seen it. It's so good. I'm on the Wake last. Ep- I'm on the last episode, and it's, I know what happens. Oh, don't tell me. I mean, I know what happens, but <laughs> <laughs> they die, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but I'm. I'm. I'm only. I, I just finished episode three. I'm afraid so. they're not going to make it out, Brad. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin uh, that for uh, you. I mean, David. I, it, <laughs> he's such a good guy. <laughs> you know, while I was watching it, I was kind of like, man, they really didn't do anything. But then there is the the idea, which who knows if it's even true or not, that they had all these fucking insane guns, which they obviously had because they like fought off the ATF. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) and a gunfight, like they made the ATF pretty much back down and back off. So they obviously had some fucking heat inside their fucking pad. Well, and and he was having sex with uh, underage girls. Oh, is that what? I didn't know that part of it. Remember, like, I know the, he married a 14 year old girl, but in the state of Texas, it's fucked no, he up. Made That's the, legal. He made the other guy marry her um, because he, she was pregnant. But he married his wife when she was when she, wife. Well, when she was 14, he married her. Well, yeah, but no, but the 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 Culkin guy, yeah, um, and where he's like, okay, you got it. We need you to marry so and so because we think we're going to be in some trouble. No, I know that. I, I yeah, but I'm just saying. Also, and they even talk about it. Maybe you haven't made it to that episode, but his wife, not the girl that he had married, the Calkin guy, was 14 when he married her. But they talk about how in the state of Texas, it's legal. No, if well, a parent gives consent, you can marry a 14 year old, no matter how old you are. That's fucked no. up. Yeah, but you, but they weren't laws aside or laws in in consideration. Um, the girl that married the Calkin kid, um, they weren't married. So no, yeah, no, of course. I'm just saying his actual wife was 14 years old. Yeah, that's eh, nasty. But the, yeah, there's a lot of people who say that like the the ATF uh, response to the uh, Branch Davidian situation was way overpowered. And, well, the way it's, and- well, the way it's portrayed, they just like roll up and start fucking popping. They're just like, "What up?" <laughs> <And> it's, like, <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ, man. At least talk to him first. Fuck, <laughs> knock on the door and be like, "Hey, we need to talk to David." <laughs> Not just like roll up with a fucking army tank. Like, what's up? Pop, yeah, it's pop, like, pop. <laughs> first day. Oh yeah, I mean, but yeah. I, it's it's interesting to see uh, like a dramatic portrayal of like a situation like that 
I mean, at least where I'm at, it seems like very pro like Branch Davidians and and David Koresh. It like, was man, and I've seen people talking about it on their Facebook or whatever, and they're like, I saw a guy. It's like kind of like I guess he didn't ever really look into the whole thing in the past when it happened, you know, like know much about it, but he watched that Waco shit on Netflix, and he was like. But they didn't do anything. It's fucked up. Why did the ETF roll up on them? Like, yeah, they did something. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I don't trust the government, and I'm not in support of ATF or people rolling up on your property and fucking busting a bunch of holes in your house with guns. But uh, right. there was something going on. Some well, weird mean, shit. There's a there, there's a reason that there's laws against like stockpiling like mass like military weapons. And like, yeah, they were altering guns into semi-automatics and like all this yeah, crazy shit. There's a reason. And if you if you like you know half of those like fucking like uh like white white dudes who are like s- s- liber whatever like yeah, they, it's like dudes at Walmart with AR-15s and shit. It's yeah, like, it's not necessary. Yeah, those, the if they found out there was a, they they'd probably they'd probably be the first to say like, oh yeah, the Branch Davidians did nothing. But if if those Branch Davidians were brown people, those guys would have been losing their fucking minds. Like yeah, been like yeah, fucking right. ATF needs to shoot them all now. Yeah, no, I mean, and there's like, but to be fair, it's just like a the humanitarian that I am. Uh, Always, <laughs> but uh, there, there is. I don't know if you've made it that far. Are you into the standoff part of it? I'm. I finished episode three. I think. Well, they just show like you know when they're doing the negotiating and shit with the stand. Like the FBI. No, I haven't gotten to negotiate. So episode three, I think, ends with, um, like it's it it's the big shootout. Oh yeah, you're not even man. I watch way more TV than you. Well, I had to go to work. It I, sucked. I'll catch up tomorrow. But. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, that um, this doesn't spoil anything. But it just shows like the two sides. Like there's the guy like that talks I, I, the no, negotiator I, I, guy, and then there's the FBI guys that are like more military. Yeah, and it shows those two like they're debating their their tactic, and you can tell that one is more humanitarian. Like, hey, you can't just like gas these people. Or you can't just like come in and ruin this. Like, yeah, what's his nuts? Uh, the 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 uh, that, that I love. God damn it. What's his nuts? I don't know that name. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> now, nah, no time for Google searching, but uh, let's wrap this up. Um, All right. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. World's favorite sweetheart. I mean, no, he always plays such a great. He, uh, yeah. Well, okay. There's a guy so, on there that looks like Michael Douglas, too. So I, I, I'll wrap this up by saying Michael Shannon. Um, so scary, so sweet. I'm a big fan. Ooh. Yeah, that kind of turned me on. So scary, so sweet. Yeah, you're missing that little sci-fi porn, aren't you? Yeah, maybe I need another chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more hit, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you're not even caught up. Yeah. No, I listened to it all. Oh, you did? I'm completely caught up. Well, what'd no, you I'm think? Not turned on. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, well, this is that's for next. That's for that's for episode nine. Yeah, I'm with Mike. The penis hasn't moved like one chapter at all. Good. It, it, I mean, if it does, it does. If the it only the move. only way it's moved is in like into my stomach, like <laughs> like hiding like a turtle, like gross. Mine kind of <laughs> wiggles back and forth. While, while okay, let's not talk about our, our 
<laughs> Let's not talk about our members. <laughs> like a like a hesitant dog who got his tail clipped. <laughs> My, mine hides like it's entered a cavern inside me. <laughs> like you know, in a dog, you can't tell if they're like happy or like a little nervous. <laughs> they're not like a wagon like crazy, but the like, tail's moving. And you're like, I don't know, is it gonna bite me or is it stoked? I can't. I mean, he's like, ha or bah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what my penis is doing when I'm recording that. Oh, that's cool talk. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll bleep out the p word. <laughs> Enough of that dirty. It's talk. like a it's like a Geiger counter that's too far away. All from right, cool. Me. Let's stop talking about that, Brad. Wow, someone forgot the rules while the, we took our time off. Um, cool. Um, I can't say Geiger. Uh, no, it's the what you're referencing. Um, anyhow. Yeah. Um, it's all good. Um, yeah, that cool. Well, you want to do this again soon and talk about maybe we'll have a guest and talk about a new chapter if one arises. Well, we have to have a guest for for the chapter that we haven't had a guest for yet. Okay, cool. Uh, well, let's, we'll work on that and we'll get back on. We'll get back on soon. Oh, and uh, we'll have all the episodes up on Spotify by the time this goes up. I think right. I think so, yeah. And it's iTunes exciting. and all the the greatest podcast places that you do your podcasting listening. I don't I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll be on iTunes and Spotify. Um and Will we be soon, on iHeartRadio? Uh we we we'll try to figure that out. Um I wanna soon. be on iHeartRadio. My prisoner okay. stuff is on iHeartRadio. Okay, we'll be on iHeartRadio soon enough. Um but for now we'll we'll be on Spotify and iTunes. Um, if my one man band can be on iHeartRadio, fucking Deezer, <laughs> goddamn Napster, uh, Spotify, I can, then our podcast can definitely somehow get on iHeartRadio. We can. We'll, we'll be on iHeartRadio. We'll join. We'll join the network. That's what I. That's what I'm getting at. I want. I'm ready to go big time. I okay. these ad spots and these sponsors are great, but and it's paying the bills. This is my main source of income. Mine but too. If we, um, if we could just get on the network. Okay, yeah, I'll work on it. I'll work on it first thing tomorrow morning. That you're the guy that does all that. That's the only reason I'm bringing it up, and I want the listeners to hear how we we communicate. Yeah, it's just like a, you know behind the curtains kind of conversation, but I I'm not entirely comfortable with it. But, but. <laughs> what it's like it's extra premium content. Yeah, I know, but you give everybody extra premium content for free, then it's not really extra premium content. You just do it once. It's like, here's a little sneak peek of what you could have if you help us get on the network. It's like, ah, oh, here's a burger with extra bacon. Yeah, you really do that extra. once, and you know what? That person's going to run and tell their friends, like, dude, that place gave me extra bacon on my burger. It was awesome. You should then everybody check else is going to show up asking for extra bacon. You yeah, and then you charge them. Boom. All right, guys. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Reel them in and fucking suck them dry. <laughs> Rolling out. Adios. All right, later.